It's your host, Tish and Mello, bringing you your weekly dose of cultural realness and entertainment. So check your feelings at the door, because you are now about to get passionate with two, two angry, angry black, black women. another passion-filled episode of two angry black women welcome back welcome back all right so y'all already know we're just gonna go ahead and jump on into this thing so sis in a world full of unbothered people what's bothering you this week this week what is bothering me is people posting pictures that i do not approve okay like if we take a picture together, don't just post that motherfucker. Oh. Let me fucking see if I like the way I look in that picture. Because if I don't like the way I look, mm-hmm. then don't post that picture. Because if you do, let me tell you what I do. I report it. I do. I report that shit till it's gone. <laughs> that is next level petty. Don't post me. Oh, God. If I don't like it. See this, and then people be wondering why I won't take pictures with them. Because y'all be doing too much. You be doing too much. <laughs> I report it. <laughs> oh, man. You can't just send them a text and say, take it down. You couldn't send me a text message to say, is this picture okay to post? This is true. There is nothing worse than when you get a notification that you done been tagged in something. And then go fucking <laughs> tag me in it. And then you go look. And it is not to your liking. That is that hurt. And then what? And then what? Some people start to do because you tell them how you feel. They'll just post a motherfucker. Don't tag you. Like Let's that's see. any better? Like my picture still, still ain't floating on the internet with me looking a mess. Like no, that is not the point. No, I report you. I do. Well, y'all heard what my sis said. Don't be, <laughs> don't be posting no pictures of her without her permission. Period. Period. Get her written statement first. <laughs> Get that permission. Anyway, what's bothering you this week? Don't call me multiple times. Okay. That's what's bothering me this week. I got your first missed call. I don't need Ooh. you to call me two, three times for me to know that you called me. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because this is my thing, especially if it's not an emergency. Yeah. If it's an emergency, then by all means, you keep calling me until you get my attention, right? Yeah. Because if I pick up my phone and I see you can call me about two, three times, that lets me know that it's really something going mm-hmm. on. But if it's just something basic, something simple, but you just was either excited or you just, you know, something... You, no, don't call my phone more than one time. Mm-hmm. Because if you know me, you know that I'm a person who returns phone calls. Right. I don't ignore people. Like, I legit... I'm that person. And you don't even really got to be, like, special in my life. Like, I'm just one of... I'm, that, that's just how I am. Like, and if you know me, you know that. Yeah. I'm going to get back to you. And right. if I don't answer my phone, it genuinely means I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Because I'm one of them people, if I'm by my phone and I'm not doing nothing, I will answer your phone call. Yeah. You do not have to call me multiple times. Don't do that. Irritates my soul, like on like a deep soul level. Don't yeah. don't blow my phone up. I can't stand that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, that is very much so annoying. Cause you panic when you see people call you multiple times. Cause a lot of times you think something wrong. Something wrong. 
I got it the first time. That's it. One time. One time. Y'all heard her ass. She got it one time now. She don't call you back. I'm busy. You know busy. what that mean. And if you don't get a call back the next day, she ain't that damn busy. Exactly. She just didn't want to talk to you. Exactly. That's just that on that. Period. <laughs> oh, man. Well, y'all heard it. One time only. Listen. <laughs> So listen, y'all, let's just jump right into our topic. We got our passionate topic of the day. And our passionate topic of the day is a helping hand. Should you give people the tools they need so that they can be successful too? So a backstory on what took place, what led us to this topic. This is centered around just hilarious, reaching out to her homegirl and asking her for some help. Um, on how she got started with her business. And so, you know, just told us very passionately what happened when she asked her homegirl for help. And then Derek Jackson ass jumped in to give his fucking opinion. Okay. So, Tish, you want to get a backstory? Hoochile. Okay. So, basically, you know, just hilarious, as Melo stated, was telling the story about how, you know, she wanted to start a business and... You know, she went to her homegirl and was like, you know, like, hey, sis, like, you know, I just, you know, I got a couple questions. Like, what did you do to start your business? Mm -hmm. And, you know, just hilarious in her typical just hilarious fashion, you know, told the story, you know, basically like how her friend was like, oh, you know, just a lot of hard work, dedication. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. But, you know, like what you do. Right. Oh, you know, it's, it, it, you know, a lot of long nights and, 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 you know, you know, just had to really keep at it. Okay, keep at what? What exactly? Well, you know, a lot of prayer. <laughs> a lot of prayer and meditation. No, sis. Okay, that's great. That's cool. But, like, what exactly? What was the steps that you took to get there? And basically, you know, she got to the point where she was just basically saying she felt as though, like, we have this issue. When I say we, black people, have this issue of, like, you ask them, what did they do to get successful? What did, mm-hmm. what did they do to start something? And it's like they don't want to tell you what they did because they feel like you somehow going to upstage them or, you know, be a comp- be competition instead of, you know, somebody walking hand in hand, side by side, still doing the same thing. And, you know, she basically was saying there's enough out here for us all for us to all eat. So what's the purpose of trying to hide your secrets? Mm-hmm. Well, then Brother Jackson mm-hmm. felt the need to get on and give his two cents and mm-hmm. in his two cents he basically stated that basically if you've become successful and you have gotten your stuff together and you figured out the plans and everything and the tools and keys to get you to where you need to go you don't owe nobody that information don't especially for shit. free mm-hmm. you don't owe them not a goddamn on thing that basically this is priceless information and this is stuff that this is valuable information that basically people should have to pay for. They shouldn't have to just be willing to give these tools or whatever mm-hmm. just because you ask for them, homeboy, homegirl or not. Yeah. So we decided to bring this to the table. Yeah. To have a discussion about it. Who's right? Is it just hilarious? Who's basically saying, look, if I'm your friend, I'm asking you some questions and I seen that you've already become successful. I'm going to ask somebody who I know is already doing well because obviously you've done something right. I would like to know what you did. Or do you agree with Derrick Jackson? Mm -hmm. Basically saying like, look, 
if you become successful at something the same way you had to work and figure it out, they got to work and figure it out. And if they want to figure it out from you, they got to pay to play. Who who we rocking with? Which, 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 what's in your mind, Mello? I'm rocking with Jess. You know, I hate the whole you got to pay to play. Mm. Um mentality because yes can you is there there are people that literally make money off telling people how to um how to get in you know they do the whole pay to play type of thing but it's just some things out there that you just can't pay for you know what i'm saying as my friend i'm coming to you i'm obviously interested why can't you give me the basic tools that i need to get started. Yeah. We got so much shit against us in this community. So much stuff. So many things against us. Why would we create another fucking barrier to our people being successful? And that barrier being, oh no, I'm afraid you might, you know, usurp my territory and mm-hmm. and take over. But the thing about a lot of things in life is a lot of us have our own unique spin to a thing. Like, why couldn't you tell your friend, well, first, you know, what is it exactly you're trying to do? Try to figure it out, okay? Why couldn't you tell just like, hey, well, first of all, you're going to need a business plan. You're going to need to do some market research in this area. You know, I had Mm -hmm. to do a lot of, maybe I did have to do a lot of prayer. Maybe I did have a lot of sleepless nights. But give me some concrete shit. Some steps. Some steps. (laughs) Something to actually do. Yeah, like who you talk to? Who, you know what I'm saying? Who, who told, like, how did you learn? Because at the end of the day, I hate when people was like, I had to get it on my own. I had to figure it out on my own. Yes, you you figured out who to talk to, who to do this. Why would you put somebody else through them, that same rigor, or more, I ever say the goddamn word. But anyway, why would you put somebody else through that? Like, you know, I'm not saying you got to get them niggas the whole blueprint to everything you did, but get them a starting point. To get started. I think that's very important because a lot of people end up just giving up on a dream because they just don't even know which way to go, which way to turn. And yes, there are people out there that tell you what to do, but that's their journey. You know, there are so many different ways you can approach a thing. But I think it's important that if we know something and we can help somebody get started, why the hell would you not? I'm with you a thousand percent, sis. Like... I don't understand this whole mindset of you got to be afraid to tell somebody else, you know what I'm saying, how you were able to get to where Mm -hmm. you are. I don't understand this whole concept. I don't get the thinking behind Mm -hmm. it because me personally, I don't have no problem with telling people Mm -hmm. how I got to where I am. Like, I don't... what. I guess I don't see what I gain out of that. Yeah. Because if I say I'm for the for the people, if I'm for the community, then I'm I want to do anything that I can to help somebody else get into this position. Yeah. And I, I I think differently. My mindset is, I went through what I had to go through, and I learned lessons in my journey of getting to where I am. Mm-hmm. So. I always remember what it felt like having to make the mistakes and, Mm -hmm. you know, not having nobody to ask myself. So I always said I wanted to be able to help somebody else to not have to make the mistakes that I made. I want somebody else to know the easier route so they don't have to do all the detours that I did or have to do all the unnecessary things or at least be prepared for what's going to come. Exactly. I want to give that to people. Exactly. Exactly. I just don't understand. Like I don't, I don't get why you wouldn't want other people, right, 
Like, here's some mistakes I made. Yes. You know, I made this mistake, and hopefully you can avoid this mistake because, man, it cost me a lot of time, a lot of heartache, a lot of headache. Listen, instead of doing X, Y, and Z, it's best to do, you know, what I found was the best thing to do was this, you know. And, um, it, you know, had I known that early, you know, like little stuff like that, it's just like in the positions I'm in now, you know, when people ask me how I got here, I tell them, you know, some of it, it takes skill. Like, it's just like this, you know, if I'm at, I'm telling my home girl, that's a painter. Hey, how did you get to where you are now? You this big painter. People love your work. How do I get there? You know, yes, I know that it requires some talent, you know, so there's some, a level of talent that has to be there to be successful, and, um, you know, they, they, I hope they will be honest, like, you know, and just tell me like, you know, maybe I did, you know, there were days, you know, I started off selling my, you know, begging people on the street to buy my paintings or posting them online. And then, you know, as I started to gain, you know, uh, some, some clout behind my name, you know, I started to grow from there and I started collaborating and I started, you know, being able to host little small events. And then I was able to, um, open for major galleries and stuff like that. Like, I want you to be able to tell me in my field, I personally, when people ask me one, you got to have a skill set and you got to be able to talk um, to the position you're, you know, that you're applying for Two, your fucking resume got to be on point. So before you can even get the interview, your resume got to be on point. Anybody that know me, I always offer to look over people's resumes. I will create resumes for people and I've never charged anybody to nope. do that. I've nope. never charged anybody to do that. And I make some damn good resumes. Yes, okay. She uh-huh. Yes, she do, honey. So, you know, but I, I do stuff like that because I know what it feels like to get doors slammed in your face or when you first starting off not knowing, you know what I'm saying, how to write a good resume. How many of us have been in class where we were taught how to write resumes and all this type of stuff? But I'm talking about a good resume really speaks to what you did. Because before, you know, we was putting these little bullet points on there like, you know, these are the skill sets that I have. I worked at this job. And we didn't really even put, like, we put our position and, you know, the title and all that stuff, but we didn't go into a lot of details of the specifics that we did and the specifics matter. But once I learned that information, what I do, I passed it on. And when people ask me to look at their resume, I fucking detail their resume to the skill set that they have because that is important because a lot of people don't know that. Absolutely. So, you know, I just think that we got to be able to help each other because it's how you grow and move forward. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a, each one teach one thing. Yeah. You know, like, that's important. And I think there's too many people, because there's people out there who probably have told you, girl, like, you know, you could charge for that. Like, you know, a lot of people tell me that. Like, girl, you missing out. There's money in that. But mm-hmm. that, yes, there, to me, there's you can make money doing anything. Legit. Yes. Like, if there's yes. a skill or a talent behind something, nine times out of ten, you can make money mm-hmm. doing it, period. There's somebody out there who charges for it and makes good money off of it. We all are aware of this. Yeah. But sometimes it's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just simply about being able to help somebody else. Yep. That's just what it is. Yep. Like I, I that like I'm the same way. Like for I mean for your, those of y'all who don't know like, you know, me and Mel are both in the field of mental health and I got a private practice. This was <laughs> this was a very interesting <laughs> journey to get to this place. <laughs> it was a very interesting journey and you know, 
there were some parts of it I looked up on and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I knew what I was getting into. So I was well prepared. But there were other parts where I, I made mistakes in. Mm-hmm. And anytime I get sometimes I get random people hitting me up on my profile. It'd be other therapists, people who are just getting ready to finish with their master's or maybe they've already been working with a license and they're ready to go into private practice. They hit me up and they ask me questions. I will literally talk to people on the phone for hours. I don't know these people from Adam, but I have no problem with letting them know the journey that Mm -hmm. it took for me to get here. The mistakes that I made, what not to do, how not to waste your money, how to prepare for it. Because at the end of the day, I don't want anybody else making them same mistakes. And because I know that these people are needed. Because just like Jess said, it's enough out here for us all to eat. It really is. Like, why do you think that, you know, in the world where there are so many, you know, like people always say this, like, oh, my God, you want to be um, a rapper? There's so many out there. It doesn't matter. They don't got my flow. They don't got my style. Exactly. They don't got this particular song. Everybody's going to have their own spin on things. Yes. Will you have people that copycat off what you do? Absolutely. You know, sometimes people can't think outside the box. But listen, if somebody's inspired by you, they inspire you. Look at Taylor Swift. You you know what? There's a drum line for everybody. For every culture. You hear me? Turn this podcast off. You hear me? Okay. I'm going to hit this. It wasn't Baychella. You understand what I'm saying? But she was inspired. She was a fan. And so, you know, she put her own spin on it. Instead of the boots, she had the dress. You know what I'm saying? Instead of the black drum line, they was white. And listen, y'all can't lie. Ohio State, when y'all see them out there doing them formations and making them sign, that thing be fine. It do. You sitting there like, damn, she right. She right. Because it do. It do. It be bumping. So it's enough for all of us to eat. It is enough for all of us to eat. And the thing is, like, I guess, like, for me, I, like, there's enough for us all to eat. Like, just like you said, like, it's enough for everybody to eat. And I like the fact that you specifically said, specifically. Anyway, I'm going to say specifically because y'all know what I'm saying. (laughs) But the point is, I like when you noted how there's a different flavor. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember one time I seen, it had to be, yeah, it was like a meme on Facebook or Instagram. And it basically said, just if you ever get to the point where you think that your idea, like, is not, like, there's basically too many people doing what you want to do, basically. Mm -hmm. They said, just walk down the bread aisle at the grocery store. (laughs) And I love that, though. Yes. Because that's, that's the truth. Absolutely. Because there's a different flavor for everybody. Even if it's just one ingredient Mm -hmm. that's different. Yep. It tastes different, and everybody got different taste buds. Everybody likes something different. Exactly. Look at what we're doing. Absolutely. There's so many podcasts out there. There's so many radio shows out there, TV shows. You name it, and they all have a different twist. They all have a different flavor. Some things they do are similar, but they're all unique you know, in their own special way. So why can't you help somebody else out? I don't understand. But to me, and this is mellow, how I feel about it. I think that only insecure individuals or selfish individuals um, do things like that. Mm. You have to be an insecure person or a, a very selfish person not to want to see other people succeed. 
Because deep down inside, a lot of us, you know, like, why do you feel like you have to monopolize a feel? Mm. Why? I mean, for me, I, I get excited when I got competition. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I get so excited. Like, it makes and in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, okay. I, you know, I see somebody do a thing in my field and I'm like, damn, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? And I get inspired and it's like, you know, there's still, you haven't reached the top. There's still ways to do a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many ways to do a thing that you're just not it. We were just talking the other day. Um, we were watching the Beyonce homecoming documentary and after watching homecoming, it was like, where does she go from here? Yeah. But I'm pretty sure she going to do something else. And you thought she couldn't top that. Yeah. But she will. She will. Because something unique, something extraordinary. I'm pretty sure people thought that we would never have a performer to perform like Michael Jackson. Yep. There are ways to be creative and do things that I don't have to do it just like your formula. But damn, help me get started. Please. Clearly, I'm help. I'm trying to help myself get started. I'm coming to you. The subject matter expert. No, I I think that's I think that's a good point. Like I think it, it reminds me of the fact that we do a we don't do our best job at preparing the the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, there will come a time where you will plateau. Yeah. So teach somebody else so that you know somebody else can now come in and be that next big thing. Mm-hmm. Because everybody that we see who's the, the best and the greatest of what they do, there was somebody who was best and greatest before them. Right. And somebody had to teach them and do whatever, whatever. And that's how we get protégés and things of that nature. Like, we have got to be willing to be upstaged at some point in our lives. Exactly. Exactly. To let somebody else get the shine so that then they can teach someone else and then somebody else can then come up and become that person. Like, we got to stop fearing that. Like, it comes a time when you won't be the best at what you do, and that's okay. Yeah. To me, part of doing, to me, part of being the best is preparing someone else to be the best at some point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You you have to, I tell people this all the time, I'm in leadership, and I have been for, for a while, and you should always be training the person that's going to take your spot. And if you if you're not, that's poor leadership. Absolutely. I should always be training my replacement, always, and that's just that. Period. That's how it should be. I mean, I, that that's just like you said. That's that's good leadership. Yeah. Because a a leader is always aware that they will not be the leader one day. Mm-hmm. And a leader cares more about. What the duty of the position versus the position itself. Mm-hmm. And if you care more about the the duties of the position, then you are aware that you will not always be able to carry out those duties and you have to make sure that you have someone who will one day be able to do so. Yeah. Or maybe one day I might move up, which history has shown I do. Exactly. <laughs> um, that wasn't very humble, but it was a fact. When I leave that position to go to the next great thing, you don't want to leave that position vacant. You want somebody else to be able to jump in there and succeed how you were successful. You don't want them to be like, well, they better figure it out. I had to. I hate that because how how did it suck? Like, this is, oh, God, this pisses me off. When you, if you've ever been given a thing or, or, or started a thing and you think about all those nights where you just wished you had help or you wished you had a guy, but you had to create that shit from the mud. Why would you then, and you know 
how bad it hurt and how much it sucked to do that. Why would you put that on somebody else and be like, I had to get it, so they better get it how they live too. That I hate the they better get it how they live mentality because I had to get it how I live. Nah. That's so bitter. It is a bitter mentality. Very bitter. Like, come on now. That That's such a bitter way of thinking because, like, I don't understand why you, like you said, why you would want someone else to suffer like you had to suffer. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I... The thing is, it it shouldn't be about some revenge, some secret revenge you have against your own story Mm -hmm. so that somebody else can be going through the same thing, Mm -hmm. too. And then going back to how Dare Jackson put it as well, it always ain't about coming up on the buck either. Right. Like, I don't know. Just I did. Y'all like somebody just really got to help me because I don't understand the thinking. I don't understand the rationale. Mm-mm. I don't understand how you can really be okay knowing that you have reached a certain level of something mm-hmm. and feel like at some point that you're entitled to where it's like, I don't have to share this information with nobody. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. And, and then this is a thing. Cause somebody going to say, well, this is the thing I, before I, you know, I do want to know somebody serious. I will say this. What's your, where your headspace at with this? You don't got to give me your business plan or anything like that. Because one thing about it, I always tell people don't tell me certain things because I don't want to unconsciously bite something that somebody has told me. Because it can happen. It can be innocent. But where your headspace at? Because, and I get it, because sometimes, and this, this is something that used to piss me off. Back when I used to train and give people like meal plans and stuff like that. When people not serious about a thing and you put in all this work for them for free. But there's no return on it because it's just like you wasn't serious. Like you not and you sharing all this, you doing all this work and stuff like that, but they not even doing their part. That is disappointing. That does make you feel a way. And so I will say this is just like when people want to do something or be a part of something. Sometimes you don't just give them a handout. You want to see how serious they are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where you at? Are you really trying to do this thing before I sit here and spend five hours with you? Or are you just trying to waste my goddamn time? You know, and I, but I think that when you know somebody is serious and they really trying to, you know what I'm saying, do a thing, I really think that you should um, pour into them. I just do. I agree. And you know, it's funny for me. Um, I don't know. I feel, I feel even mixed with that <clears throat> because, you know, sometimes people present, <laughs> people present like they just oh so serious about something and they're super excited and they come and they ask questions or whatever the case may be. And honestly, the truth is for me, if you're willing to listen, I'm willing to tell you. For me, my mindset is whatever you choose to do with that information is completely on you. I did my part. I gave you the information. If you decide that you are not going to do nothing with it, that's completely on you. At least you can never say nobody was willing to help you. You can't say nobody was willing to give you the advice. Nobody was willing to give you the tools. At this point, if you don't get to where you want to be, it's because you chose not to get to where you want to be. It's because you wasn't serious enough to take somebody helping you out and get in there. But I don't know. For me, it don't now. That's just the information. Now, where I'm going to start getting annoyed is if I now start helping you progressing with your plan. Because now that's me really investing into you at this point. Now I'm going to be annoyed with my time. But as far as just the information concerned, I don't mind sharing that even with somebody who like, mm-hmm. if I don't know if they're serious or not. Because, and this is why I can't rock with Derrick Jackson's thinking. Because it's just the information. Um, Going back to like the whole skill and talent piece. Mm-hmm. 
think of like an athlete. If an athlete was to tell you exactly what their regimen is, like a, a, a NFL player could come to me right now yeah. and tell me what his regimen is every day, day in, day out, what he does to prepare for his seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He can tell me. <laughs> he can tell me all that information. Yeah. But um, if I don't wake up at three o'clock every morning to go work out, go back out again at twelve o'clock that yeah. afternoon to work out, and then again at six that evening to work out, drink a smoothie in the morning, mm-hmm. eat these certain types of foods, and blah. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm. It's just information. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like in diet. And workout plan, that wasn't just information, bitch. I, because you, you got to tailor it to the person. Exactly. That fucking shit, I'm telling y'all, lad. That won't do it no more. Because <laughs> y'all be playing. <laughs> you can blame the people that came before you. I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I know you're serious. Right. If I know you're serious, I will. Yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, I just don't think it's beneficial to the culture. No, I, I mean, I definitely don't think it's um, beneficial um, to the culture, but I do know there are times in certain th- there are certain times in life where you won't give a person information unless you know they're serious. Oh yeah, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about it's not beneficial to the culture to just not be giving out information, period. Oh yeah, 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 no. And I, and I hate the mentality that, again, that whole uh, pay to play yeah like you gotta you gotta pay like i while while i do believe that people you know there's a certain dues that you you will pay because even with giving somebody all the tools and the knowledge you have they're gonna make their mistakes Mm -hmm. trust me nobody's ever truly handed a thing no matter sometimes how easy um we think a person may have it trust me most of us in life we've paid a price whether you know what my price is or not We've paid a price. Absolutely. So you, regardless, you got to put in the work. Yeah. Like you, you have to do it because I'm not doing it for you. That's what's not about to happen. I'm not. And so they do have to put in the work and, and they're going to learn some things because if you're a procrastinator like me, you're going to learn some things when you're trying to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of your bad habits are going to come back and bite you in the ass. And so the thing is, you, again, you by you telling them, you know, that information, it's all about what they do with it. And um, feel good knowing that you helped another brother, another sister succeed. Absolutely. Or potentially succeed. Or at least knowing that hey, I I did try to help. I tried to help. I don't I don't see what's the big deal in that. Yeah. I, I just don't I don't see what's the big deal in that in that thinking to want to help somebody out and mm-hmm. give them the tools that could potentially help them to get to where they want and desire and need to be. I don't see anything wrong with that thinking and I'm is really scary. What was scarier was not just Derek Jackson's oh, them response. Comments. Them comments was really disturbing because mm-hmm. there were a lot of people in the comments who was riding with him. Now, some of that is just, you know, dick riding. But regardless, like, the mm-hmm. fact that people actually think this is okay in their thinking. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's a lot of people out here who really think that this is the way to go. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's definitely unfortunate. And um, But I see it, though. 
Mm-hmm. I've experienced it. Um, it's crazy when you be uh, with just even like at social events, you with friends and people are saying, you know, what they do. Or, you know, somebody might say, oh, my goodness. Well, how did you get into it? And you see the person give the person a polite smile of, as they dodge around the question and give them this little fluffy answer. It doesn't ever really answer it. And, you know, you can tell they're very uncomfortable. And I meet a lot of people that's uncomfortable talking about how they got to a place or their successes and different things like that. And it's just like, okay. Yep. I see what type of person you are. Yep. You are insecure. Aha. Got it. Yep. And see, people will try to argue us down on that. No, you're insecure. You got to There's no other explanation. Because if you were secure in what you were doing, you would not care to train up somebody else. Not in that distance. It's not even training up. You wouldn't care to impart the knowledge onto somebody else mm-hmm. as to what you did. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's like studying for a test. Mm-hmm. I could tell you how I study for the test, but you still got to study on your own. Right. I could tell you what book I study from. I could tell you how I, you know, highlight certain sections and I underline, I write in the margins. But at the end of the day, you still got to take that book and study it and read it and then apply it. Right. So what, what am I to be insecure about? Why can't I, why would I not want you to pass that test? Exactly. That's insecure. You're, you're insecure because there's deep down something in you that is afraid that somebody will be able to come behind you and do better than you. Yep. Yep. And that's what it boiled down to. And it sucks. And it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. So I don't know. How do we fix it though? Um, We fix it by becoming more secure and our role and what we do in our position and in our success and we pass on knowledge and we uplift because that's the only way you become successful if you think other communities became successful because they was closed lip about how they got to a place then you are sadly mistaken stop trying to be the token one you know what i'm saying let's be the token many that's real that's just that for me how about you i feel you um i think we have to switch our mindset to care more about our service than our notoriety. Mm-hmm. Like whatever it is that you do, that should be what is most important to mm-hmm. you. And if that's what's most important to you, mm-hmm. then you would want to see other people succeeding in that because yeah. that means other people are also growing from mm-hmm. what you are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you care more about people, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have no problem helping other people to do what they need to do. You would you would care more about, you know, people getting service by doing what you do. And it can be anything. I don't care if you want to open up a laundromat. I don't care if you want to open up a grocery store. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you want to write a book. I don't care what it is that you want to yes. do. And somehow, some way, somebody is benefiting off of whatever it is that you're doing. And if you care more about those people benefiting and you care more about, you know, the people being able to accomplish something, then you'll be more willing to divulge that information. Yep. But if you more focused on self and your own successes, yep. then of course you'll be wanting to be tight-lipped. Exactly. So, listen... I've really enjoyed this episode. Absolutely. Um, It's been great discussion. I really hope that you all have enjoyed this. Um, And uh, we hope to continue to keep bringing that fire, keep bringing that passion, keep bringing that heat to y'all. Be sure to catch us um, on our Exhale Live show the next time we go live, which will be... Which will be May 20th. And y'all, that is actually going to be our mid-season finale. Mm -hmm. So y'all need to make sure that y'all are tuned in that day. It's going to be a juicy 
Mm-hmm. Juicy, juicy discussion. So y'all need to make sure y'all are tuned in. That is May 20th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Facebook Live. Yes, and check out our social media handles. Please follow us on both Facebook and Instagram at... Instagram at exhale live underscore Tish Mellow and Facebook at exhale live with Tish and Mellow. Yes, yes, yes. So listen... Y'all be easy out here in these streets. And until next time, folks, stay passionate.